Are you there, God? It's us, Sid King and Becca Stevenson. Welcome to the Good Girls Gone Sad podcast. Today we have a very special edition. It's just me and Sid on this episode. Today we are contributing to the world famous Good Girl Glossary. Sid, do you want to explain what that is? I would love to. The Google, Google Glossary. Google. The Google Gaga Glossary. The Good Girl. Stop laughing at me, Becca. Sorry. <laughs> the good girl glossary is, of course, the definitive list of people, places, and things that compromise, comprise, comprise a good girl. Um, if you are confused on this, please go listen to our past two episodes that are just good girl glossary. And of course, you'll hear at the end of most of our episodes, we didn't start doing it until like the third or fourth episode. Um, we ask all of our guests first their own submissions to the Good Girl Glossary. And you're like, what if I wanted to submit to the Good Girl Glossary? Great that question. Because we actually, on this here episode today, we'll have submissions from listeners, entrances to the Good Girl Glossary, and you can do it yourself. You can do it too. Um, all you have to do is either email us at goodgirlsgonesad at gmail.com. If you don't feel comfortable doing a voice recording, we understand we will read it aloud for you, but we might pick a funky accent. And that's, that's- Let's, that's, let's just say you're from Bristol. I've been watching a lot of Love Island. <laughs> you're going to be from somewhere in the UK. It's the only place we feel comfortable doing accents from. Or It's going to be proper fit. Okay, proper fit. Um, And you can also DM us. We will- we received a few DMs. We received texts. However you want to get your submission to us, we will listen to it and decide if it's worthy of the podcast. Carrier pigeon, message in a bottle, you name it. Get that message to us. Get it to us. A star, um, like one of those sky writers, we'll submit it. That's a good one. A blimp. A blimp. If any of you have access to a blimp, can you tell how comfortable we are with just the two of us? <laughs> um. All right. I think that's a, that's damn near enough of that. I think uh, we got the banter down. Becca, would you like to go first? And would you oh. like to um, just clarify for the class if you're if this is your own submission or one from a listener? Yes, I would love to go first. Um, this is a selection from me. Um, I would like to submit to the Good Girl Glossary mission trips that you later find out were problematic. And... Not problematic in like a super harmful kind of way, but just problematic in like a, you were building houses, but you definitely were doing more harm than good to said houses. I was like, so, I would say actually kind of harmful. <laughs> well, I, I just, I don't want them to seem like we were like doing bad things to people. We were just trying to help <laughs> and doing a bad job of helping, I would say. Right. Okay. So I don't want it to be like later we found out there was money laundering. Like it's not that kind of problematic. It's just like it really was for our own little egos and to make us feel like we were doing something good in the world rather than actually, you know, rebuilding homes is what I would say. So Becca, it's what it sounds like to me is that you have a personal experience with this that you would like to share with the class. I do. Yes. Um, well, I went on I really didn't go on a ton of mission trips because I famously was a dancer. So I was always very busy um, and I went to camp during the summers, but I did go on a couple like mission trip things or just like days of service where like, you know, you just really weren't helping anyone. Um, but I went on this one mission trip and we went to the Dominican Republic and it was very interesting vibes. Like it was college. 
you had to wear a one piece while you were there. Um, and then we like, basically the days were like half manual labor, half just like we were supposed to like go spread the word basically. And so we basically just like hung out with the children who lived there. And I mean, they were adorable and it was great, but also they spoke Spanish and I had very, very poor Spanish skills. Um, and then you like, everybody got all these pictures of themselves with these kids. And then like probably a year later was when everyone was like, that was weird that we did that. Like, why do I have a whole album full of children? I don't really know. And I just can't imagine that from like 9 a.m. to 12, we actually got that much work done for the community. And then the whole afternoon was just playing with children. So I'm just like, I don't think that that was a very helpful trip, but I don't know. You never know. They did come back every year and had like a good relationship with the like church who hosted us, but strange vibe. Yes, that was um, a big thing at my school was going to Haiti um, and then coming back with an album full of photos. Mm-hmm. I never did that, but probably would have if I could have afforded it, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, I think that there's actually, there's a, maybe we should like link to something in the show notes of this one to be like, here's resource. Here's like someone eloquently saying why this is problematic. If you're not sure why it is, um, like how it is super harmful and it is, um, like poverty porn, I think is the term people like to use. Um, so yeah, definitely adding that to the glossary though, being remorseful, maybe being remorseful going on a problematic, maybe not even problematic mission trips. I would say like performative mission trips that you later find out were problematic because they were so performative. (laughs) really rolls off the tongue (laughs) yes wait so how how do we we have to say it in unison i mean i definitely second that if it's not obvious yeah um okay ready yes performative mission trips trips that you later found out were problematic problematic. because they were performative performative beautiful amazing well i yeah that's added to the glossary for sure um i'm gonna go next one that is just my own and it's definitely taking a turn um i would like to submit to the glossary fear of lighters mm, i'm still afraid of lighters i'm still grown afraid, up. i'm still afraid of lighters i'm also i would like to say for the record really anti candles inside oh or like lit for too long candles freak me out I'm afraid that I'm breathing in like they're not regulated what's in them so I'm like breathing in all these fumes that I don't know what it is I say that like I don't just eat like processed cereal for dinner and or like beef jerky because I beef jerky at 10 p.m because I'm like oops I should have eaten more today um or like I'm not treating my body well um but I am afraid of candles so the thing about lighters is that's that's for good girls gone bad i feel yeah. like every movie is like just girl playing with lighter or she lights her friend's cigarette her like she pulls a cigarette out and then the lighter and it's not even the cigarette that's the shock it's the lighter indicating she's really gonna smoke this cigarette mm-hmm. in the movie and then she uses the lighter with no problem. I still can't use lighters. Also, the long, the long stem ones don't bother me. Like I can use those. No, those are made for girls like us. Literally, we have one of those. They're the pads of lighters. You know what I mean? (laughs) Lighters are tampons. 
<laughs> we had we have one of the like small ones in here and Michael was like light the candle and I was like the lighter doesn't work and he was like yeah it does and I was like I'm not gonna use that one <laughs> what do you think I am using a little tiny lighter yeah a little especially the the mini ones people keep leaving lighters in my apartment for no reason it's not like anyone's smoking I mean, so no you one do have parties yeah, in there have- outside I don't have parties outside where people smoke but Everybody knows what happens outside at a party. Outside at a party. Um, actually, okay, I'm curious to know what's your vibe on matches. I'm actually okay with matches, but this I'm is a fun okay with matches. This is a probably not a fun story, so I'll try to tell it fast. But I went to this thing for like Christians in New York. It was crew millennial, and it was this like gathering for like millennial, you know, I was like. 23 probably and they had us all stand in a circle and we played this game where you light a match and while the match is burning that's when you uh, that's how much time you have to tell about yourself so like whatever you can squeeze into the match burn. and I had never lit a match in my entire life and then all of a sudden I'm having to do it in front of a group and I'm afraid that I'm, my hand's gonna get burned and I was so terrified that I like spoke really fast and then just blew it out but that's the first time I lit a match and now I can light matches Wow. I will say that thank you for sharing because that's something that I would get into. That is some hijinks I would get into. Sometimes people will stop you on the street and be like, excuse me, miss, do you have a lighter? And I'll be like, do I look like I have a lighter? And then sometimes I'm like flattered because they think I look cool. But then sometimes I'm like offended because they think I look like I would smoke. So that's my thoughts. I, I, I get the exact same way. Where I'm like, this is this outfit's giving I have lighter vibes. Um, but sometimes I'm like, this outfit's giving I have lighter vibes. Exactly. Um, Those new boots, lighter boots. New boots, yes. Um, listeners, I just got a pair of new boots in the mail and I'm wearing them in my apartment for no reason other than to show them to Becca. Um, and I would say that these boots give off I have a lighter vibe or like, and maybe like the lighter isn't a lighter. I'm like, no, but I have matches. And I'm like, I light someone's cigarette with a match. That'd be cool. I think matches are sexier than lighters for sure. I mean, that's like, definitely. Maybe, it's like a 100%. universal, right? Also the matches that you have to close the, the pack. A matchbook. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A matchbook, much sexier than a matchbox. But matchbook matches are notoriously hard to use. Flimsy, flimsy boys. The best matches, of course, are the really long ones where you go like, oh, okay. You know what? You want to know why? I feel like Catholic churches, long matches. Christian churches, long lighters. Oh, well, we had like um, those acolyte things. Oh, where you you would light the end. So I don't actually know what they lit it with. And then you also had the bell shaped Mm -hmm. thing that would, there was, that was always really fun was putting out the. And then you just like, and it yeah, and then off. you tuck those. Okay. Actually, that is the ultimate way to light a candle. We should get one for your birthday and then use it on all the candles. We should. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do we submit lighters? We submit fear, fear of, of love lighters. of lighters. <laughs> right. Incredible news. It doesn't get better. All right, your turn. Awesome. Okay, so we have a good girl glossary submission, and I have not listened to it yet. So we will do that together. Um, so this occurred to me as I was stopping in a McDonald's on a road trip in the middle of nowhere. Um, and the McDonald's bathroom was kind 
kind of gross, and but I really had to pee. And I get in there, and like the toilet's like a little icky, but like not bad. Um, and I like went to go pee and found myself hovering over the toilet seat instead of sitting on it. Um, and immediately I was like, why do I do this in public restrooms? My mom instilled it in me as a child, but like, why? Why is it a belief that I should not be sitting on the toilet? And then for whatever reason, the good girl glossary popped in my head and I was like, is this a good girl trait? Or is this just like something my mom was really particular about? Maybe other people don't do this. So anyways, just in case it is, wanted to send it as a nomination for the Good Girl Glossary um, officially hovering over toilet seats in public restrooms. Okay, so our listener has submitted hovering over toilet seats in public restrooms, and she was wondering why she thought of this podcast, and I can tell you why. It's because we talked about the possibility of getting HPV from a toilet seat, <laughs> which I do not still think is true. true. <laughs> I wonder why that popped into her little brain. I'm glad we have a brand. <laughs> we do. I uh, definitely hover, or when I'm lazy, I toilet paper. I will say I've gotten lazier in my adult years and sometimes sit on the toilet, but my mom fully is a proponent of hovering and or toilet papering. Or I love when they have those little things that mm-hmm. like are the little covers. I sit. Good. <laughs> I just sit my butt right down. On that, I, I I hover sometimes if like the situation is dire and I'm like, I don't think that this is healthy. Like in, in certain situations I have hovered, um, but I normally just sit. I'm normally like, my legs are tired. I deserve to take a seat, you know, like I deserve a little treat, a little sit. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I the, the toilet paper thing is so much effort. It is a lot of effort. And I really kind of don't like that feeling. I'd rather just like, I want butt to bowl contact. When you stand up and it's like stuck to your thighs, that is the worst. Also, you know, in airports where they have the thing that you press and it rotates on its own. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I, I don't like that. I don't like the the plastic. Yeah, I do like that. Because I'm like, even when I'm being lazy, I don't have to worry about it. Although I'm like, what is there to worry about? But then... After our episode, my friend texted me and said she knows somebody who got staph, a staph infection from sitting on a toilet, but she had a cut on her butt. So it wasn't just like the toilet gave her staph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like it climbed on into her skin, but I absolutely understand. I understand. No, I understand the thing in the airports. I respect them, but I really like physically don't like the feeling of the plastic. That's fair. But, but I do think that this is a thing. very much a good girl trait. At the end yes. of the day, it's still very much a good girl trait. It is a good yeah. girl trait. Should we accept it into the glossary? I would just like to say, especially because you were taught by your mom. Yes. That, yeah. That's the most good girl thing. Yes. And then just being like holding on to that forever. Let's do it. This is from Allie in New York City. Thank you, Allie. So much for submitting. Thank you, Allie. Okay. Are we ready to add it? We're ready to add it. Here we go. Hovering, hovering over, over a, a toilet, public a public toilet. toilet seat. Okay, cool. Good job. Okay, here comes the next one. Also, user submitted. Here we go. 
Hey, it's Michael, friend of the pod here. Um, what I think should be added to the good girl's uh, glossary is uh, brushing one's teeth before bed and bonus points, bonus points, people, uh, for using a water pick. Okay, thank you. Okay, so hygiene is hygiene. what he promotes. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that two submissions in a row have been hygiene-based. That's true. I definitely think good girls have a hygiene. I mean, we've talked about Aton says we're the most showered comics, which my hair today would beg to differ. I mean, I, what I have to say about this is that I, I, I'm not going to say famously. I refuse. Becca, I think we have to start tithing to our most hated church if we keep saying famously. <laughs> Every time I say famously, it's 10 cents to EWTN. Um, or something like that, but for yeah. 10 cents to our own marketing fund, maybe that. Um, That's a good cost. I really, I, I'm going to chalk this one up to the ADHD. Like I still to this day fall asleep with like all of my clothes on in my bed. Like I'm like, if I'm tired, I have to go to sleep right away or else there might not be sleep for me that night. But I think that's a unique sit experience. I always just fell asleep, like in my uniform with my books open on my lap. And then I would brush really? my at like three in the morning when I woke up with all the lights on and then I would go back to sleep for like another two and a half hours and then I'd go to school at like six a.m. Wow, I cannot relate to that. But it was like not healthy. It was bad habits. Also, no one was on the couch. I know I like, I think I slept in my actual bed maybe 25 nights in four years. Wow. I'm a big teeth brusher. I used to brush my teeth like before I left the house every time. So like I would come home from school and brush my teeth again. And mm -hmm. then my dentist told me I was brushing my teeth too much. So it is a good girl trait. I guess so. Also, I have bad hygiene. like I have like, I, and I know that. And so maybe all of the hygiene, all of the hygiene ones are just going to be deferred to you. Mm -hmm. Well, I would like to piggyback off of his submission and mm -hmm. say that wearing your retainer every night is a big good girl trait. Absolutely. Because you know who's never had to get Invisalign? This girl. And I, my gap comes back if I don't wear it for two nights. So you better believe this girl is wearing her retainer every night. It's crazy that they move so much. Mm -hmm. My retainer it, hasn't fit in years and years and years and years, but I did have braces for three years. So um, that was a long time. And I guess a long it, time. it stuck. Actually, um, I was talking about this with somebody the other day. A very good girl trait is being jealous of people that had braces. Oh yeah, I was very jealous of people that had braces. And then I got braces like first of all my friends, which was like a flex, which is good that it was a flex because I looked horrible in them at first because I had a full gap between my teeth, but braces on them. <laughs> I absolutely submit this to the grocery, like 100%. I third. I third the nomination. Wait, do have, do, I feel like we have to talk about, did you use a, a water pick? Oh, I've never used a water pick in my life. Should I? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, obviously I'm not the one to ask. You seem like you would. I'm actually kind of surprised. I know. I don't really floss that much either. Michael flosses like every night. Um, he says to put it on the registry. Oh, a water pick. Put a water pick on the registry. I was like, I'm not putting floss on the registry. Um, ready? Yes. Flossing. I thought it was brushing your teeth. <laughs> it's, it's brushing your teeth. Okay. Oh, I was like, did I totally miss here? Okay. 
brushing, brushing your teeth at, at night, night before, before bed, bed and bonus points, points for using, water, using a, water a water pick. Incredible. Thank you so much, Michael, for submitting that. Wait, Great does, submission. Does other Michael want to submit one right now? I'll ask him. Michael, yeah. do you want to submit something to the Good Girl Glossary? A live submission? Sure. Okay. This is so exciting. My submission is asking for non-dairy milk in rural drive-thrus, at rural drive-thrus. Okay, backstory. (laughs) Or being so committed to not drinking dairy milk. But eating so much cheese. That you, (laughs) yeah, this is what I want. Being so committed to not drinking dairy milk that you order it everywhere you go, even rural mcdonald's so now you can tell the story but um also michael for it's, sure it's with the a class commitment to are. non-dairy milk michael you're sure at the class who you are oh i am michael the housekeeper for the becca stevenson not untrue um i am her fiance there's a ring on it i know that story sounds like it's about me but it's about michael <laughs> We were at the drive-thru in like, you know, small town, it's off the highway. We were on the highway from Greenville to the North Carolina Comedy Festival and we get off the highway to get coffee. So we're in the McDonald's drive-thru. He says two coffees, whatever we get to eat. And then he goes, "Um, and do you have almond milk? And she goes, no, we do not. And then you said, what about oat milk? And she goes, yeah, we have oatmeal. Oatmeal. <laughs> Michael goes, you have oat milk? And I'm going, Michael, stop. They they don't have oat milk. This is not like London where they don't have almond milk because it's bad for the environment. Like this is a McDonald's. Like they don't have oat milk. Anyway, they we didn't we didn't press the oat milk issue further because I was like, we are going to get oatmeal by accident. Um I that's oh that's a good story I feel it's like oatmeal oat milk <laughs> I feel like that's actually yeah that's the title of submission is asking for oatmeal asking for oat milk and getting oatmeal <laughs> yes should we, I mean, I, should we I add it that. Yeah, let's add it ready yes asking for oat milk and, and getting, getting oatmeal. oatmeal ding 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 Oh, that's so good. You can barely break that. I forgot about that. It was like so early morning that I haven't even told enough people that story, but it was incredible. I was like, you haven't even lived in New York for two years. And here you are asking (laughs) McDonald's for their oat milk. Non-dairy milk. You're actually, that's what Michael is being from Wisconsin, but leaving to live in New York. That's a dairy alternative. (laughs) That is a dairy alternative. (laughs) That's the joke. He's a dairy alternative. (laughs) He, Michael himself, is a dairy alternative, mm-hmm. but he's still cheesy as hell. Um, all right. Is a listener submission from Tatiana. She sent it to me in a text. So as previously stated, I will have to read it in a cheeky accent. Okay. Yay. When I was younger, era of stumble upon for time reference, my dream was to get a flash mob propose- proposal in Disneyland to the song Marry You by Bruno Mars. <laughs> Flash mob proposals. 
flash mob, dreaming of a flash mob proposal a stronghold on the good girls imagining their future it was um where would your okay so what is your flash mob proposal song of choice and location i feel like you have to share that with the class i don't know if i have I don't know if I had like a specific song in mind. I always wanted to do a flash mob. Like I ordered one, I ordered <laughs> one flash mob coming up. I uh, organized one at my summer camp one year. That was actually very fun, but I don't know what I would do. Probably like, I was going to say Kesha, but I guess I wasn't imagining it, it as a proposal. I was just imagining a flash mob because of Friends with Benefits, that movie. Mm. Would you have liked a flash mob proposal? Like at when you were, know. like when you were younger. Like I'm obviously not saying you want <laughs> what Michael did. Redo. Yeah, no, I don't know because I don't know. I feel like I was not like I loved rom coms and stuff, but I don't feel like I ever like imagined my future proposal and or like wedding when I was younger, which I feel like is not very good girl of me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think I just like I think I wanted to like be part of a flash mob I didn't want a flash mob to surprise me I me I wanted to like be in one I think what the role that we're missing here the role that no one talks about is flash mob instigator yes yeah I wanted to organize and be in the front yeah the first person to start dancing to shock the other person um okay my favorite flash mob I, I was in a flash mob by the way I will admit I was in a flash mob at a charity fundraiser. Um, I guess it wasn't really, it was a fundraiser. The charity was my high school. I don't think it really counts as charity. Um, But my entire choir did one to party rock anthem. That's incredible. And we were wearing these like choir robes and they were like flowing everywhere because you were jumping up and down. And I don't want that to sound cool. It was not, it was not cool. Um, But the Barbara, Barbara Streisand flash mob in Glee sung to Leah Michelle so she doesn't get the nose job is a really good flash mob. Is that the I Feel Pretty one? No, same episode where she like sings that. She does like a stool duet. Yeah, that, one, yeah, that one's like, oh, I forgot. That was a good one. That was... But they sang Barbara Streisand to her so she didn't get a nose job um Barbara Streisand by Duck Sauce and now she has completed her trajectory of being in Funny Girl but you know she has COVID she's not even in it right now I know I did know that wait also I do know there's like Barbara Streisand yeah 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 okay I was thinking you meant like a song that Barbara sang but it was that weird yeah that was a weird that was kind of a weird moment for Glee no they also did a flash mob for the safety dance didn't they for Artie being able to walk Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really they were doing flash mobs in that mall glee was innovating one flash mob at a time one flash mob at a time um i would say would i want to be proposed to with a flash mob um i probably would have i was like a, a obviously performative kid i would have liked that i think i would have rather for like but yeah the, been the instigator the first person dancing in a flash mob um there's really like nothing more visceral than a camera focusing on one person and then zooming out wide shot, a hundred people dancing. And also the, I, I feel like I have to say this, another day of sun is just a flash mob for oh, film nerds. So 
I absolutely submit this. So let's submit this to the glossary. Being proposed to by flash mob. Probably to marry you by Bruno Mars. Mars. Yes. So thank you, Tatiana, for that incredible submission. Thank you Um, so much. That's so important and maybe one of the best submissions to date because it's very good. Uh, whew, wow. Is that a good girl tendency or what? Um, it's your turn. For I a have another user submission. Hello, this is Becca's sister, Emily, and I have a submission for the good girl glossary. It is this noise. Good girls of a certain age spent a substantial portion of our teenage years listening to self-proclaimed cool boys practice this noise over and over again. I, in fact, spent a memorable night, Halloween 2005, listening to my friend's boyfriend's band play this over and over and over again. I was invited to a Halloween party at my friend's church And I was told that the party started at a certain time when in fact, band practice started at a certain time. And they played this over and over and over. We were meant to live for so much more. Please consider including this in the Good Girl Glossary. Thank you. Have we lost ourselves? That's all I have to say. We were meant to live for so much more. Okay, Emily, I just have to say that was incredibly composed and I can tell that you have a career in journalism <laughs> and in storytelling professionally. That was incredible. And thank you so much for submitting to the glossary. Also, I'm so glad that the music was played three separate times <laughs> because it really did drive it home. It was visceral each and every time. It was it was that important, yes. Also, I'm pretty sure this friend that she's describing broke up with said boyfriend because um, Jesus told her to. He's whispering in our ears, telling us to do things. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, 100%. It really drives home the fact that we had nothing to do on Halloween. Good girls had very little to do on Halloween. Yes, I absolutely agree. Never had anything fun to do on Halloween. I actually do vividly remember one year I was at this like Halloween, like family gathering. And then these two girls that we were like kind of friends with freshman year, but sort of they went like a cool way. They were like, we're actually going to party. So (laughs) they left and I was like, oh, and this is when it begins. (laughs) The great splintering of friend groups. Um. Important question. When did you stop trick-or-treating? Definitely like before like seventh grade. Oh, interesting. <laughs> what about you? I definitely trick-or-treated through high, not through high school, um, through eighth grade. And then I might've trick-or-treated freshman year of high school. Wow. I mean, maybe we did in middle school. I feel like in middle school, high school, we did more of like, everybody's going to Natalie's house and we're all going to dress up. And that's what we did. Like, certainly not partying, but also not trick-or-treating, per se. Now I'm thinking about this, I really do think that I picked trick-or-treated all the way through high school. Maybe not senior year. Any of my friends are listening, please let me know if we did anything on Halloween. Because I, like, loved Halloween. And I would always, I'm sure I was doing something. And it might have been trick-or-treating. I trick-or-treated for UNICEF a lot, which is probably a very good girl tendency. Mm, Yeah. Maybe, beautiful. maybe I'm like the best person in the world. Good Samaritan alert. 
It's a wow. marriage alert. We need it. We do. We need it. We do. We do. Okay, you say it and then I'll. Good Samaritan alert. I have to say though, re my sister's thing, literally Reliant K and Switchfoot, they were so into it. And there was another band. I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, those were like, they were so, so, and so the only reason I really know Reliant K is because she listened to them. Um, but yeah, I also was at, I was at Pure Bar and they played Dare You to Move while we were stretching. And I was like, <laughs> This was this year. I was like, do we, does she know that this is a Christian song? I literally was like, this is the most bizarre moment of my life. And I just was like, I need the stretch to be over so I can go tell my sister that they just played Dare You to Move at Pure Bar. Pure Bar. It was so weird. That's anyway. hilarious. Um, I mean, this is obviously in the glossary. A hundred percent. And I think you know what we have to do in unison. Yes, I do. Ready? <laughs> okay. Incredible. Incredible. Um, okay, I have one more from me. All right, go for it. And is, like I just mentioned, inspired by Emily's submission. Mine is watching men play video games. Does it count if it's your brother? It does. No, yes, but like watching groups of boys play video games because you were not allowed good enough qualified whatever the thing there wasn't enough controllers like but just being around boys playing video games I feel like is an extremely good girl tendency I even have this with my sister though too like I was so bad they're just like you actually can't play Mario Kart with us like you're literally so bad um and yeah when I was younger if I was playing Mario Kart I'm saying when I was younger because this definitely hasn't happened in a really long time I promise (laughs) Um, I would go, I would like drive myself into a wall so irrevocably that I would have to hand off the controller to whoever I was playing with, my sister, my dad, boys, anyone. And they would have to get me out of this bad reverse situation I was in and they would still beat me without <laughs> yeah, having been good actually driven barely ever played. 20 minutes of the, not 20 minutes, but without having actually driven for like a whole 20, 30 seconds of <laughs> Yeah, I used to watch my brother. He had like the Harry Potter video game and I would watch mm-hmm. him and also the computer game, I think maybe mm-hmm. before that. And I would watch him play Harry Potter video games and he would not let me play, but he would say that at, the more I watched, the better I would get at it for when it was time for me to play, but I just wasn't ready yet. And I just went with that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like went along with that. And also it's like, it's funny because I'm like, Oh, classic brother story. And then I'll say that to people and they're like, no, my brother would like actually pin me down in a chokehold every time I entered his presence. I'm like, oh, we had very different brothers. (laughs) My brother was like, you can sit here quietly and watch me play a video game. And that's about as mean as I'll get. (laughs) Yeah, your brother does seem like the nicest man in America. Yes, he's a nice man. Or top 10 or something, I'm not sure. Yeah, he's definitely up there. I've never met anyone nicer. Highly recommend girl, boy, girl in the birth order. Do what you can to make that he happen. He will be nice or else. <laughs> really? Or he will be eaten alive by his sisters. <laughs> um, well, do you second my nomination? I totally second your nomination. All right, ready? Watching Watch boys, play, boys video play video games. All right, um, do you have another submission? Yes, last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to submit never wanting to drive to the good girl glossary 
I thought that this might be something that you related to, so I put it last. Um, I did have my license for most of high school. I did famously, money in the jar. I famously uh, failed my driver's test the first time I took it. Mm. And um, then I went to school and I was like, hey, everybody, I failed my driver's test. And then I found out that pretty much everyone I knew had failed their driver's <laughs> test and lied about it. Um, but anyway. It was like a rite of passage to, p- pass, to fail your driver's test. Yeah, well, I literally, I didn't want to go to school because I was like, everybody's going to know. It's my birthday. I'm coming to school late. They're going to know I failed my driver's test. And then I walked into chemistry and I was like, no, I failed. And this guy who was like big dude on the football team never spoke to me was like, if I'm being honest, I failed mine too. <laughs> all these people came out of the woodworks like me too (laughs) so funny um anyway then I passed and never wanted to drive and so my friend Morgan basically drove me everywhere until it got to a point where my parents were like what is happening here and now I don't drive again so yay New York yay New York um yeah I of course of course I agree with this I don't want to drive so bad I don't really know how I have a license legally but I really learned how to pass the test in under seven days. Um, and then because I had a permit that was my source of ID, it was expiring. It, I took my driving test the day my permit expired, passed, got the ID, moved to New York two weeks later, and I haven't driven since. <laughs> I respect that. I really do. Um, I mean, you I just tell with- people you grew up in New York. I know. Like that's ba- that basically makes you a New Yorker is not knowing how to drive. I'm a native New Yorker. People always go, aren't you from Indiana? And I go, no. That's for me to know and you to listen about my podcast. Well, um, I can't drive. So why don't you just extrapolate from that what you will? I just start telling people, I'm like, legally, no. <laughs> and they'll be like, what did she do? I was required to drive once or twice during the pandemic. because my dad did not appreciate me loudly saying I moved to New York so I never have to drive again (laughs) and then I said I don't even remember how to drive and so then the next day my mom was like your father wants you to drive home from the beach (laughs) I feel like there is actually a caveat here of never wanting to learn how to drive but loving a road trip I actually do like a road trip but I never thought I liked them because I have to pee so much and people hate that but Michael likes to stop every hour which is why I decided to marry him that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. My mom asked me when I realized I wanted to marry Michael. And I was like, honestly, possibly when we went on a road trip. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. I know we stopped 45 minutes ago, but I have to pee again. And he was like, okay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's okay. You're not going to dump me for my bladder. Wait, that really is beautiful. I know. Wow. Oh, well. I'm, ladies they're out there they're out there I mean I can't I can't testify to that but which is Michael love to drive he loves to drive that's loves us loves. that's absolutely like a typical that's a, a good boy loves good to boy. drive and a good girl hates driving yeah that's true I know I just like can't relate to the feeling where people are like you know when you're just like on a long drive and like windows down I'm like windows down no then my hair is going everywhere don't like that sorry <laughs> okay one I would like to say um that, that Michael and Becca have a classic pairing. Loves driving, hates driving is a very classic pairing. Yes. Yeah, I think honestly it's an important balance. Yes. 
other important balances that no one asked for. Um, I think it's important for one of you to like be able to survive a zombie ap- apocalypse mm-hmm. and the other one to just absolutely walk out and be like, I'm done. Like, I'm sort of like, I wear contacts. I'm not, I'm not surviving. I, I would just actively get eaten or whatever happens with zombies, become one, whatever. And Michael would, Michael would be like the one person living and he'd be fine. I think I would make it like three weeks, which is maybe the worst. Yeah. It's not initial, but I don't like live a good life after that. I don't know. I think I would just give up. Like, Like, I don't want to live like that. I don't want that. No, me either. Probably. I don't know. Although I very much hold out until things are really bad. And then I'm like, okay, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Mm, not me. I'm like, bye. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. even do stuff. Like I, if it's, if it's something that scares me, I'm out. Like there's no way. Um, well, I definitely second that. And here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Never, never wanting, wanting to drive. drive. Oh, see, I learned. So mine is more never wanting to drive. Okay. But Fair enough. like, you like know, it's... we're going to Sonic. Who's driving? Not me. That's the vibe. Right. I also just, I love the responsibilities of first passenger. I, yeah. Except for, I am not very good at giving directions as Michael. Oh, I'm also bad at giving directions. But I love moral support. I love two. <laughs> I love, love the radio. Karaoke, if you will. Karaoke. Making a cheeky suggestion. Like, what if we went to Steak and Shake right now? Mm-hmm. If you're focusing on if you're focusing on the road ahead, you're not thinking about what if we got steak and shake. And then I whisper this brilliant idea to you and yeah. And everyone gets milkshakes. And then everyone, and then everyone gets milkshakes. Yeah. It's actually better if you don't want to drive. Like you're actually a better person. Like people who drive are worse mm-hmm. people and mm-hmm. people who don't want to drive are better people. Yes. <laughs> and there you one. go. Um, and that's our second good Samaritan alert of the episode. <laughs> You're welcome for our contributions as passengers. Becca, would you like to pass on the operatory plate? I would love to. You can follow me on Instagram at the Becca Stevenson. You can follow me on TikTok and Twitter at the real underscore Becca. And you know what? You can add me on LinkedIn and we can network. Um, you can follow me, Sid King, at Sid period, the period King on Instagram and TikTok and Sid J. King on Letterboxd and Twitter, but I really, I'm like not kidding about this Letterboxd thing, guys. Like, please talk to me on Letterboxd. As always, special thanks to Luke Lima at DJ Skip to my Luke at Skip to my Luke underscore. That one was a little messy, but I think you guys have heard enough by now. If you made it to the end of a Good Girl Glossary episode, you're a true loyal fan. Um, Let's see. Once again, we would really like submissions. Obviously, you heard how great listener submissions are. We really, you don't, you don't have to stop that step up to the level of Emily Stephenson. I can't believe I just called you Stephenson. That's so embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Actually, Bitch. it's because you are Becca Stevenson and she is Emily Stephenson. <laughs> yeah. Follow us. Listen to us. Um, please do give us a little review on Apple yeah. Podcasts. Um, and if you do, we will mail you a sticker or we don't have to mail you a sticker. Um, if you don't want us to know your address, um, We'll just send you a PDF of it if you want to print it out yourself. Maybe that's your solution. I don't know. Um, come to a live show the next time we have one. Um, Becca's really kind of giving me a look like, you're still talking. And the thing is, I am. No, there's a siren. <laughs> <laughs> there was a siren outside, so I was just going on mute. But 
yeah hopefully we will have a show in december tbd on where it will be Mm -hmm. but it'll be really fun and though of course the only thing we have to say is the thing we always say jesus wouldn't call people whores on the internet internet. thank you to everyone thank you to jesus um and thank you to the people who submitted to the good girl glossary today ali michael tatiana and emily we love it. And other Michael and fiance Michael. All right. <laughs> wow. I think that's enough of that. I think um, so too. Bye. <laughs>